On this episode, we talk slime. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be This is Gary Vay Nerdchuck, and this is episode 301 of the Ask Gary V Show. And I'm super excited about this episode because it's going to touch on a lot of things that I'm uh, passionate about families and entrepreneurship and youth culture trends. And so, without further ado, uh, I have two lovely guests here, uh, and uh, I'm going to allow them to uh, introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Maddie. Um, I'm a slime entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) And where do you live, Maddie? Fairfield, Connecticut. And how old are you? 13 years old. And when did you start your slime entrepreneurship career? I started slime in 2016. Got it. And was it first just hobby and then it became more entrepreneurial? It started when my friends brought slime to school, so it was more just for fun. Um, And then it became a business and a hobby. Awesome. We'll get into that in a little bit. And you, sir? Um, I'm her father, um, Howard Greenspan. Yes. And um, I actually make slime too, but not nearly as <laughs> So let's, let's set this up for everybody who's listening and watching. Uh, obviously, we touched on it for a second. Uh, you know, obviously, you, the, there's also slime bash. And actually, let's start, let's start that way and I'll go backwards. What, for everybody who's listening, what is, what is uh, slime bash? So Slime Bash is the first ever slime convention. It's actually sparked a trend of hundreds to even thousands of slime conventions all over the world. It's basically where people can have a booth and they can sell slime, they can meet their internet friends, trade slime, and have a great time. And and um, how long has that been going on? Since May, May around then, and then we actually- May of this year was the first yes, one? May And where was that? That was in Stamford, Connecticut. Understood. And since then you've had how many? Two. And the last one was in Mohican Sun? Yes. And there are a couple coming up? Yes. We have Slime Bash Daytona, Florida, and then we have Slime Bash Chicago. And that's in January? Yes, January and March. Love it. And so you'll be traveling to these things? Yes. So are you guys planning and navigating around school schedule? Like what's going on with that stuff? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you have school today, in theory, right? Yes. But that being this podcast was worth a missed school day. Definitely. I love that. I mean, listen, <laughs> listen for everybody who's watching, as you can imagine, uh, I'm aware of the slime trend. My daughter got into it. Uh, but more importantly, even if she hadn't, I spend so much time looking at what's popping in culture and the internet, and no question, slime has been an amazing phenomenon for, you know, Skews female, but plenty of kids, boys are into it as well. Skews young, but it, it, I keep watching it get younger and older. It, it's super interesting because unlike baseball cards, which was really my version of conventions and going to booths and selling and meeting people, um, what's amazing is people are making the product. Uh, if you're completely lost on this, just Google around. You'll be blown away by the capabilities and creativity of the marketplace. So. Let, let's take a step back. Like, it's funny, I think about, what grade are you in? Uh, eighth grade. Awesome, so 
you, so what, in sixth grade is when it, you, you first saw it? Yes. And so literally as simple as, and in my fifth grade year, the, the, it's funny you bring it up, when you were saying how it went down, it made me think of Garbage Pail Kids. There was this thing called Garbage <laughs> Pail Kids way back in the day, and in fifth grade it completely took over our school. Actually, I think I have one on my wall somewhere. It completely took over our school. Oh yeah, it's right there. It's that little thing. That's, that's, yeah. that's Kiki Gary. Uh, uh, it completely took over our school, and it literally happened as simple as one kid came in, uh, you know, to school in fifth grade and had them, and then like complete hysteria. Were you early on the slime trend in sixth grade? Like the group, like your friends came in and had it, and did you get on quick? And did did everybody get into it? How? What percentage of the girls in your class got into it? All that. Go. Well, it started when my friend brought a ton of slime to school. She pretty much filled her entire backpack with slime, and. Um, Everyone would go to her locker, take some slime, and we'd just play with it during class. And, I and your think teachers was, let that happen? At first they did. Now, yeah. not so much. Though. Right. But, um, yeah. <laughs> and, was, and had you known about, had you seen videos, had you known anything about slime prior to this girl bringing slime to school? No, I wasn't allowed to have Instagram then. Yep. I didn't even really know what slime was. Yep. And so, did you love it immediately? Um, or is it just like whatever? I mean, it was really just whatever. I <laughs> thought it was, I mean, I thought it was kind of weird. I thought it was cool. I didn't really understand the creativity behind it yep. and how you can kind of make it your own. I thought it was just a basic white slime and that was it. Got it. And so when did it build and how did it build in your mind? Um, I think in like December of 2016, I started to make it, I got into the trend and then I begged my parents to get me, let me use a slime Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, were you consuming content on YouTube? Um, I think it was mostly Instagram then. Now okay. it's sort of moving into YouTube, mm -hmm. but it's mostly Instagram. So how do you know, like how did you make your first slime? You went to your friends and you were watching how-to videos or like how did it go down? I was watching how-to videos. Pretty much the YouTube like slime videos were just like how to make basic fluffy slime or with like detergent or borax. Mm -hmm. But now it's sort of like a creativity thing like slime reviews on YouTube. There's um, like slime challenges. There's a ton of new stuff. Yeah, I see it. I mean, it's it, all the the trend is evolving quite a bit. Wh where do you think slime is in its cultural like uh, progression? Like, do you think slime's going to be as popular in three years? Do you think it's going to go up and down? Like, what's your gut? And I know it's a very difficult question. It's difficult for anybody, but just your opinion on where are we right now? Are we at the height? Do you see it slowing down? Is it picking up momentum? What's your take? Um. I definitely do see people leaving the community, mm -hmm. the slime community on mm -hmm. Instagram. Um, just they're getting tired of it. Sure. But there are people who are really evolving their business. There's new trends. Like every day there's a new slime trend or a new video trend. What's the current, like for, what's the, the hot thing right now in slime? It's changing your containers. Okay. <laughs> that you put the slime in. So there's now these like flat oval containers rather okay. than the like st like yeah yeah but they're they're flat okay instead of being like larger and taller yep and those are like the new trend now that's what everybody likes yes <laughs> bling the yeah. bling in the container it's the packaging really is yeah, now sure. becoming really popular what's your favorite part as of this second obviously what's so amazingly interesting to me about 
young entrepreneurs is when you're in sixth grade, like when you're in eighth grade, your life is evolving very quickly, not only your business, and so your things that you think are cool and things that you're interested in are moving very fast. And so I'm always fascinated by that. For you at this point, is it about the making? Is it about the creativity? Is it about building a business with your dad? Like what, what is like the best part currently of the whole slime thing? Well, I like that I can, I like the creativity aspect definitely. I like how um, slime is a product and you can make it however you'd like. It's sort of the design aspect too. Like I can design packaging, I can design the slime, the label, everything. Yep, so you still love making it? Yes. That's awesome. Dad, jump in here and, and speak to the, the parents of young entrepreneurs and trends, and more importantly, before we even get into the like the macro of it all, I'd love to know a little bit about your backstory, like you professionally. When did this first hit you? Like, give me the whole narrative. What do you do? When did it first hit your radar? And how did things evolve with you guys together? Okay. Well, um, you know, I like to think I'm an active dad. Um, my business background is, you know, I went to school for business, um, was in marketing and product development, and. I have very similar entrepreneurial aspects. I used to sell baseball cards myself, you know, back when I was a little teen. Where'd you grow up? Um, in Connecticut. Love it. Used to do the shows. Are you a New York-based sports fan or, or a Boston-based sports fan? New York-based. Okay. Uh, Connecticut's uh, a very <laughs> weird place. Yeah. New York, definitely. Yeah, I was definitely leaning down, do you like the Patriots? Because if you do, your daughter and you have to get out of my office right now. Uh, that's exactly where that was going. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. So, um, you know, and right now my company makes a lot of products. Um, so when... Um, I remember the day when Madison or Maddie came over. <laughs> sorry, um, when Maddie came and and said, is Ray your middle name? Yes, understood. So Maddie came to me and said, "Let's go look for, um, you know, glue." And everybody was sold out. And I'm like, "I don't know what to tell you, Maddie." And she she says, "Well, can we just make it? And can I make it?" And that was how it all started, way back when. Can and I make glue? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I've never made glue before, <laughs> but I guess we can figure it out. And that's and it's kind 2019, of, you know. And you know, yeah. it's a, and how to make Lou enter. Yeah. So from a from a parent perspective, um, you know, it's wonderful working with with her, um, doing anything with your kid. Because so I what happened next? I apologize to jump to I'm bring sorry. you back. So she comes. I don't know what happens. You found some glue somewhere, or you started trying to make glue. Um, well, we sourced it in China. Yeah. And, <laughs> you went, uh, you went hardcore. Yeah. You're like, let's cut everybody out. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't they don't have really a glue industry in the United States. Yeah. So you have to go overseas. Um, but you're talking about real volume. Yeah. Well, like, you know, the, the normal person that's listening, they went and bought a couple Elmers and they made some slime. You, you know, if you're going direct to China, you're talking about scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Um, How quickly did it go from, like, Maddie, right, from you, like, being like, I want to make slime to, like, did you want to sell slime right away? I did. I didn't really know what that really meant. But you so. did, right? I love that, by um, the way. That excited me. Like, that is my childhood. Everything was about selling something. So it's just yeah. an entrepreneurial trait. Like, so, like so many. I know. I you know. I don't want to put a lot of you know mention a lot of young kids. So, but I know fifteen girls that like making slime. Zero of them want to sell it. I desperately tried, but you wanted to sell right away. I did. Okay. I didn't really know how to make a website or anything. Yep. So it did take me a while. And were you thinking that way? Were you thinking make, sell on the internet, Instagram account, not I'm going to sling this in school? Yes. Did you think you'd get some sales in school? Or you didn't um, want to mix your business with your social life? I mean, I had friends who were already selling it at yes. school. So I didn't really think that that was a good idea to you also didn't wanna, sell. You didn't want to get into like the emotions of, you didn't want no. <laughs> the competitive business environment to destroy friendships. Yes. No, that's super smart. I get it. 
<laughs> I love that. Okay. So so what happened? It went really like you she was in, like when she came to you or when it hit your radar was, was it very much in the beginning or did you or did she have interest you saw she, her making some? You know, I didn't really know it was going to be anything to right. be honest. Yeah, of um, course. But I thought it was a good education for her for yeah, me. Yeah, you're pumped about that. Um, you know, she does all, you know, she was, we started having board meetings every week. So, um, so, so you know, real quick, cause we're bouncing it a little bit. So she comes to you and immediately it's like, dad, I want to start a slime business. And you're like, let's do this together. Um, well, she said that, you know, I don't really make, I don't make slime. As I said, make a little bit now. I've but, heard. But um, it's not very great. Um, but she wanted to, you know, she wanted to, you know, talk about glue and, you know, consumer products are what I do, um, what my company does. And I thought it was a great opportunity to do it, do that aspect together. Got it. Um, and she. So the thought was just because I'm putting the pieces together, maybe start a glue brand and sell the glue because glue was starting to dry up. Well, the idea was that you're a parent at the beginning of the glue phase in the slime phase, and there was Elmer's and other products. But I remember when we first started, we bought rubber cement. We didn't know what glue works. So if you have slime glue, it takes the guesswork out of sure. our parents, and that's where it all started. And now. She's developed so many different products in the glue field, um, in the slime field, and the accessory field. And is that selling on Shopify and Amazon, or like what's happening with your products? Um, we sell it on SlimeMaking.com and Amazon. Got it. And is that Shopify, or what are you using on the back end? Um, on the I'm back end, in the um, it's uh, it is, uh, no, Shopify, it, it's Shopify and Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. You know, Amazon uses their own. And who's doing the fulfillment when they buy it directly from your website? The well, most things are going to run the siphon through Amazon. Got it. Understood. Yeah. Uh, and how's that experience been? Good. You've learned um, a lot? Yes, definitely. I learned how to run a business, which is a lot. Do you think that that's something you're gonna wanna do eventually? Um, or are you not sure yet? I don't really think I want to uh, own a business with products, yep. but I definitely would run a, want to run my own business. Love it. So what happens next? Like, so this starts at first Dad, you don't think it's going to be that big. And how quickly do you say, holy crap, there's like a whole universe of this. And this is a clearly fast moving, emerging trend in society and has some legs. Well, I remember the, uh, we sat down, all of us, including Maddie, and we're just brainstorming about fun, crazy ideas to get people to know about her brand. And I, and one of the things came up, why don't we break a world record? And (laughs) And Maddie's like, let's break a world record. So you know, the team was like, we can't do it. And the slogan became, we can do it. <laughs> yeah. and, and so what happened there, Maddie? Um, well, we did break the world record. What was the record you went after? Uh, the world's largest slime. Love it. And what was it at the time? Um, there wasn't actually a record. Right. So, so you could have made to start anything. It. Yeah. Well, no, they tell you. <laughs> they tell you a minimum? Yeah. If there's nothing out there, they're going to make something crazy. Interesting. So, so it, they did their, your, we're talking Guinness? Guinness themselves. Yes. That's amazing. So you held at one point or still hold a Guinness Book of World Records record? Yes. You still hold it or somebody got crazy and decided like... Mm-hmm. Oh no, no one's beat it yet. Really? Yeah. You hold, so wait, real quick. You hold the world record for the largest slime. Yes. Which is? 13,820 pounds. <laughs> Where'd you put it? <laughs> well, we put it in a giant pool. It was really crazy. We had like hun- we had a hundred people just in the pool mixing the slime with their hands and feet. Is that video online? Yes. Is it remarkable? Like I gotta check it out. How how it's many big. views does it have? Oh gosh. Um, I mean, we had a lot of influencers there, so mm-hmm. every person made a different video. Yep. But one of our influencers had twenty million views now. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> 
There's a lot of different ones. It's, is it Keep Calm and Blush On? Yep. Yeah, that one. But that's not the one. This is it. Yeah, that's not our video, but. Amazing. Uh, so what's the biggest thing, Dad, that you learned from this experience? For obviously knowing my audience of this podcast, there's a lot of you listening right now. What's, what are some of your advice? What's your tips? Like, fight, Has there been fights? Has there been arguments? How's it gone? What, what has made it work? Well, I think you have Keep to. Keep them honest, Maddie. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I think for the most part, um, you know, you kids are the kids today are incredible. They can do anything. One hundred percent. You know, and I mean, it's amazing. Their learning capacity is so much faster than adults. They just have so much more information at their fingertips. Absolutely. Like, like we could have done this too, bro. But the problem is, we had Beckett baseball card guide, and that was the only information we had. Yeah, um, I learned Final Cut Pro in a month, and she learned in an hour. One hundred percent. So. I think it's a matter of- I mean, of you and I could have been friends. I was in Jersey, you were in Connecticut. We could have been baseball card friends, but we didn't have the technology stack called the internet to allow us to have that. Right, people's best friends are, in, are all over the country now. They're Real quick, matter. stay on this for a second. Uh, I get a lot of pushback on modern day parenting and technology, and I, everybody talks about our kids are so introverted, they don't have social skills, and I keep arguing they have so many friends in different places and are more social, they're just communicating with a different device than me exactly. you meeting at the mall at 4.30 at the arcade. Uh, your thoughts about that? Um, my parents would say, gosh, we're watching too much TV. Everything's always something mm -hmm. with a different age, and our job as parents is to understand it. You know what Mike conflict. Tyson's punch out I played? Love it. Unlimited. So I get it. Okay, so. so our job is to encourage, to understand it, and to adapt, and, and to encourage, encourage whatever they do. Yes, culture versus no culture. Yes, I love it. How's the events business? Like, is this super exciting? It seems like it's getting big. Yes, it is. Is it taxing? It's a, it's heavy, it's a it's a it's a lot of work to throw events at this scale that you guys are. How many people went to the Mohican Sun one? Seven thousand. I mean, it's you know you're talking about a real business. You know, yeah. like wh what do you? How are you th guys thinking about this right now? It's an, it's an enormous undertaking, um, but as people, um, I think, uh, I'll quote my little six-year-old, and I'm sure Madison, Maddie feels the same way, um, the greatest weekend of her life, yeah. <laughs> better than Disney World. Yeah, we asked her, she'd rather go to Disney or Slime Bash, and she said Slime Bash. That's so awesome. Is she making slime? Yes. I love it. Is she good? She's six, right? Yeah, I mean, she she. Are loves you a slime it. snob? Like your reaction is like, <laughs> you, do you have a high ceiling barrier to entry to like she being does. good at slime? Who, yeah. who, you know what? Let's give some love to, to the community because I'm also aware a lot of the famous influencers, tr you know, drove to Connecticut. I was, I'm, I'm in the scene. I have a good sense. Who do you think is doing a good job out there in making slime and promoting themselves on YouTube? And who did you see get a lot of love at your slime bash at their boots? Like who, do, who impresses you in the community? Like uh, the Instagram name? Sure, anybody. Um, who do you think is doing a good job out there? I think Parakeet Slimes. She yes. has a great influence on people. She had a huge line. Yep, I saw. People really love her account. They love her personality. Who else? Um, Karina Garcia, I yep. mean, she has eight million subscribers. It was really great to see her like meeting everyone. Yep. And she's pretty OG, right? Like she's like a yeah, big she name. Was, yeah, she was definitely one of the first slime accounts. She's also DIY too. So. Yep. And then um, 
Also, I think like everyone in Slimer's Alley, which is sort of like the rising Slimers, they all gained so many followers from Slime Bash. It was really great to see to see that too. What are your friends thinking about this? Now in eighth grade versus sixth grade, like it's a very, like just knowing like kids, like it's really interesting. You're like starting to go to another chapter of your adolescence and like, like do they think slime's not as cool but it's cool that you're in business? Like what's the, what's the take right now? Like are, are younger, are you, are, you in, are you in a school where eighth grade's the oldest grade and there's younger kids in this? Yes. So like do some of the fourth graders like think you're famous and wanna take selfies? Like what's happening in the trenches <laughs> at school? Well, the little kids, it's really funny. They always like, Are you K through eight or are you um, five through, fifth through eight? We're pre-K three, four, and then K through eight. Right, so like, so. that's interesting, go ahead. So what's happening with the youngsters, do they? Um, I don't really, I mean, they're not really on Instagram. Yep. So, but one time I did receive a really sweet note from a little fourth grader who asked me if I wanted to hang out with her one day, <laughs> and make slime, which is really nice. And, um, but a lot of my friends at school, they don't like slime, right. some of them really hate it. But yep. um, they think Slime Bash is really cool. They all went to the world record, so yeah. That's how it's working. You know, one of the things that's really interesting to me about this trend, and I'm, you just brought it up with Garcia, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. The do-it-yourself movement, do you think that slime is going to graduate a lot of young girls into being creators in other areas? Definitely, I think um, a lot of people are actually moving to vlogging, like Parakeet Slimes, uh, who I was talking about before. Yep. She, um, she's now doing school vlogs all the time and um, so I What about soap? Have you seen that? Oh yeah, soap cutting. <laughs> yeah, what do you what are you seeing with that? Um ASMR in general. I'm, I'm paying like attention. Like eating ASMR. <laughs> of course. Um there yeah, there's eating ASMR, there's slime ASMR. I mean people are like ASMR is kind of a large category now, yep, so people are is. definitely moving towards that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what 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 else should parents know about this, think about it, entrepreneurship, slime, what, what's some, what, some of your hot takes? Well, I, I think the, uh, the key is that there's always gonna be something. That's and, right. And parents, you don't always have to approve of anything. Most parents are banning it in their households because of the mess. Yep. Kids make messes. Yep. Um, I think it's better to teach them responsibleness um, of making slime, make them clean up after themselves. Yeah, but, it's a mess. But if you make them clean up, Versus just saying, "Gee, it's going to be a mess." I yeah. think it's you know you have to temper what you do to what you encourage your kids versus what not, you don't encourage your kids because there's so there's a domino effect, positively and negative, to whatever you do to your kids. I couldn't agree more. Uh, talk to me about you talked about marketing and being an entrepreneur. What have you learned about the current state of marketing through this adventure of slime, if anything? Um, well, um, I've learned a lot about the influencer world, which is not my, you know, not my uh, bandwagon. That's mm-hmm. you know, the new generation. Mm-hmm. Um, the power of the generation. I mean, this this generation can move the NFL to shut down mm-hmm. um, just with uh, a couple of tweets. So um, it's really fascinating that in just in a niche of something to like the new. Let me go back. Please. The new superstars are parakeet slimes versus Taylor Swift. Like, I think if they were both next to each other at Slime Bash, I think Parakeet would have a larger line. I understand. Um, And that's fascinating. I think we all have to understand it because this is the generation that's gonna rule the next world. 100%. Any questions you have for me? 
Um, you sure you want to buy the Jets? A hundred thousand percent. <laughs> More than anything professionally. Can you make uh, them good? A hundred thousand percent. Because everything in life stems from the top. Then I'm right? not going to buy it. I'm going to go for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, is Tampa on your radar? No, or just random. <laughs> um, Maddie, what what should for everybody who's listening? What what should they know about the slime movement, the DIY movement, like just the whole scene? Um. I think that a lot of people view slime as like a fad or in a trend, but really there's a large community of people who are making it and it's now a job for a ton of people. So, yeah. What, what's been the most surprising thing in the last month in the trends, sales, you know, any, anything stand out to you? Like if, if I'm just trying to siphon some IP from you on like things that are happening in the trenches, like what's, what's kind of interesting? So I like the flat container thing, what else? Um, well, now slime acrobatics are actually becoming a thing. So there's something called slime flipping. Yep. Where you take the slime and you flip it and try to make a big like bu- like bubble. Um, it's not. It's not really making a bubble. It's like doing tricks with the slime. Yep. So that's the acrobatics. So, like. Yeah, it's like. Uh, the are you way doing you flip that? It. I'm really bad at it. Yep. So not really, but there are like people who have made really cool videos of them flipping slime. So it's really cool to see the new tricks that people come up with. I love it. So please. Lizette, I, had a, I had a question though. Just, please. I'd love to know your thoughts just in general um, you know, about the, the conventions because one of the things that we find fascinating, or I do, is that the, this is one of the first times that you have this internet world of influencers um, and millions of kids around the world, and they're actually leaving the internet and coming to meet their communities. Yeah, I mean, and this is inspiring the, yeah. the I mean, kids this, to come this out. Is, this um, is happening and has been happening for the last half decade. The trend of as we live in a digital world, like, enhances real life experiences. Whether it's as simple as people going and taking a hike because they want the photo for their Instagram, or I mean, look, when Vine was popping, you know, a lot of the teeny bopper boys, Nash Greer and Cameron Dallas and these characters, they went on tour and had 30, 40,000. VidCon gets hundreds of thousands. Like this is this has been going on and will continue to go on. And I do think that there will be, whether it's fads or long trends, like look, when your dad and I were growing up, baseball cards were massive. Then for 20 years they weren't. Now there's a bubbling up again. Like to your point, I, do, I don't think slime will be as white hot as it is right now uh, in perpetuity. It will, it will peak and valley, but do I think it got so hot and so at scale that it will now have cycles, I do. I feel like if I, if I was predicting, I'd be like, okay, it has another three years of goodness, then it starts really kind of calming down. It's still happening, there's still plenty of people making, but it's not in the zeitgeist. Attendance to something like Slime Bash peaks at 50,000, goes down to 8,000 and 6,000 seven years later if you guys ran it forever, and then it reboots. That's what always happens. That's what happens with G.I. Joe. That's what happens with wrestling. That's what happens with you know, 90s closes. That's what's happening now with Fila and Tommy Hilfiger. So I, what I think Slime has accomplished, that a lot of other fads don't, where they only have a six-month window, a nine-month white heat window. Pencil fighting. Do you remember pencil fighting? Did you have that? When that you, they flick them? Yeah. yeah. So that was huge for us in sixth and seventh grade. That wasn't big enough and didn't sustain long enough that it's coming back every five, seven, ten years. I do think Slime has that. As far as like the events marketing business, I couldn't be more bullish. 
I couldn't be more bullish. I think what you what you put in the container of these convention centers and casinos will change. Some things have hundred year runs. Some have you know three year blips. Then they come back. But yeah, I think I think you, I think of it like Aerosmith and Rolling Stones and like you know Run DMC. Like they're gonna you know once you can establish something, it ebbs and flows, but it's always kind of around. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, look, it's a, it's a intense business. Like, it's taxing, right? Like, you can make a lot of, you could build a warehouse in your backyard if you have the space to make a ton of, of slime and sell it through Amazon, but schlepping to Daytona and making sure everything's right, like, it's, you know, it's, but the experience is the, like, look, I'm, I'm in agreement with your six-year-old. Like, you know, I, 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 the thought that your family is gonna have this adventure and remember this time together, too, is just disproportionately valuable, in my opinion. Absolutely, and we do it all together, so it's great. Oh, I have a question for you, Maddie. One thing that I'm very passionate about is what I call the super premium category of any product. I'm always most interested in how much can you actually charge for something, right? So for example, a big dream of mine has always been to start a $20 pack of bubble gum. Like that's expensive for bubble gum. But it's 20 bucks is achievable for a lot of people, so I've always thought it's an interesting category. What's the most expensive slime you've seen? Like, what was the most ex- single most expensive slime sold at Slime Bash, or you've seen recently on Instagram from an influencer? Has anybody made something really expensive yet? Um. Well, there's 32 ounces are becoming a really big trend now. So, and what 30, were the trend? What were the ounces before that? Um. Most people sell in two, four, and six ounces and eight ounces. Yep. So 32, 32 is ounces. like bulk. Yeah, it's really big. So, um. I've seen people charge as much as $50 for them. What's the most expensive eight ounce slime you can think of that you've seen in the last year and a half? Um, probably $17. And what was that? Um, I believe it was a butter slime because it contained a lot of Dezo clay, which is very expensive. Understood. And scent, so fragrance oil. Yeah, the scent thing seems to be like popping too, right? Yeah, they're, it's very expensive though. So 32 ounce would use a bottle of scent. Understood. You bring an interesting point. I wonder if there's like, you could put real gold flakes in something or a limited edition of only seven made in the... Yeah, I mean, when you get big enough, when you're Parakeet, when you're Brian Anthony, like these kind of characters, like you could just say, I'm only making 25 of these. Here's what I'm doing with it. Like, I, I do think, look, again, I'm, I'm using it because it's our context point. Upper Deck came along. Yep, with a very you know, limited run. And, and you know, just it was expensive. We were paying fifty cents a pack for cards and then it was two bucks and that was like that was insanity. Uh, I do think that there's an absolute category for one of the influencers to take that leap and create a super premium category. And I do think that there are plenty of people like I Maddie, this may sound interesting to you given that you're in the trenches. I do believe that there is a fifty dollar eight ounce slime to be sold in the slime community, I really do. There's the advent calendar. Yeah, some expensive. people, I've seen What's someone charge $169 for an advent calendar. What's an advent calendar? So, um, like a, an advent calendar? You confuse Gary. Oh, this the open things? Yeah. yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah. yeah. 25 days of slime. Yeah, that's but awesome. It's not really like a door, you don't open the doors, it's just a giant box full of 25 slimes. Understood. 25 slimes for a buck, what? Um, $169. But for 25 slimes? Yeah, so that's yeah, no, pretty good. It, I mean, that's a good deal. I mean, but I understand the bulk of it. No, really, I really, I'm really curious if somebody's gonna come out and make 
$49 slime in an eight ounce and say that the tears of a seal from our part, like there's really like that's the stuff like, or you or one could, you know, listen, what's amazing about the internet is, you know, is there some, if, can you add the water from a creek in your backyard and because you've been vlogging and everybody gives a crap about that creek, like there's so much creativity that is still yet to be solved. There's the, for the uh, conventions, there's the Mega Bash ticket, which gives people a premium, and, and they always sell out immediately. The first Slime Bash yeah, sold you're, out in you're, 10 minutes. Yeah, how did that go down? Your first Slime Bash sold, let's talk about that event marketing. It sold out in 10, you sold 7,000 tickets. You sold 7,000 tickets in how fast? Well, the first convention. The first convention. Sold out their premium um, tickets in about eight minutes. And how do you promote it? Just your what? Um, my Instagram, but um, we had VIP Slimers, which are like the famous influencers. Mm -hmm. So they really promoted it. Um, people wanted to meet them, so they came and uh, bought the tickets. And so did you have to like learn to negotiate with these people for their appearance fees, or they just want the exposure, or what went down? Well, this is the first time yeah. that it's ever, it was ever done, yep. and they want to meet their fans. They sure. want to meet their community, so. And, and they're going to sell a lot of slime. That's right. And um, it was sort of like a like a special thing to be a part of the first ever slime convention. Sure. So it was really cool to. So it was a win-win for everybody. I mean, yep. they came, yep. um, got to meet, um, they sold enough slime that it was well worth their while. Before we sat down, you guys were gracious and said we have four tickets to give away. How, how would you like to functionally do that? Do you want people to follow you on Instagram and then leave a comment that they want the, the tickets? Any, any functionality of how we want to give away these tickets? Are you trying to build up any of your other channels, have you started building up your Twitter yet? Um, I don't think you have a Twitter account yet. No, I don't. So it's Instagram only for you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe they uh, they can uh, go on your, if they post on your Instagram. Why don't we do this? Uh, everybody who's listening, if you want tickets to Florida or Chicago, it, it's, it's, is it slimebash.com for details? Yes. Cool. So just go to slimebash.com to see the dates uh, for the details. And whether it's Chicago or... Florida, why don't you go to, and what's your Instagram handle? Slime by Maddie Ray. Slime by Maddie Ray. Yes. Okay, R-A-E? Yes. Cool. Um, go to her Instagram account and leave in the comment section, hashtag Gary sent me. Hashtag Gary sent me, and then I'll let them figure out how, who they're gonna pick and how and what, yeah. I just have a quick question. Sure. Because I think it will help everybody's listening. Please. Who is this voice from the outside? Tell everybody. <laughs> Denise? Yes? I'm the director of PR. Yep. Um, you talk a lot about documenting your journey. Yes. <coughs> Maddie, just a shy girl. Yes. Is not really comfortable with documenting Yes, I understand. Well, we all know that the human interest piece is very, sure. is very interesting yes. for a lot of people. Yes. <coughs> Well, not to upset you for what you set up, I, I, I believe in it tremendously, but I do not believe that people should do things that they're uncomfortable with for the sake of what's the right tactic. It, listen, it's a big jump. You know, you, you have to, I only understand how to deploy empathy, right? It's my core. When you're an eighth grade girl and you're not interested in documenting your life, even though it's disproportionately helpful for the ambition, you know, I have to, I have to be empathetic. Thoughts? You were about to say something. Yes, not necessarily her life. I should have. I see. That. Probably your business life when you are with us and we're having our meetings. Yep. We're talking about different design aspects. But but but, but you'll charms. you'll you'll appreciate this. But even that, 
like as much as it would be remarkably good for the business, for you sitting down and having those brainstorm meetings, you know how interesting it would be to see the video of how you came up with the idea for the largest slime in the world after it has hundreds of millions of views? Like that's what I'm doing. I'm documenting, I've got content that I'm gonna show in 19 years that proved that this wasn't a mistake, that this was strategy. And so, yes, it's valuable. And the other thing, Maddie, I will tell you, you will unbelievably, God willing, love to watch these videos of you going through this process with your daughter one day. I promise you that. I'm devastated that I don't have videos or I don't have a picture. I do not have a single picture of me at a baseball card show. I don't either. And that destroys my soul. So I will say, one thing to think about, which is hard to think about at this age, is how awesome it's gonna be to have these videos to look back on. And one thing you guys could consider is documenting them. And if you're not comfortable not releasing them, and maybe releasing them later, they're good to have in a lot of ways. So that's one thing you may wanna think. But I do think like, if you don't want it out, listen, we have to be empathetic. Like if you don't want them out there because you don't want your friends critiquing it, like in eighth grade, fucking eighth grade, you care about your friends' opinions a lot, no matter how entrepreneurial and how awesome your parents are, that's life. And I think it's dangerous to push people into things that don't come natural to them, but no question, you're 100% right. Documenting the content is, is just valuable as heck. Maddie, you know? Um, yeah, I definitely agree. Um... I mean, I think I do like to document my business life more than my personal. Makes sense. Um, but uh, how do you think about the other social media platforms? Actually, let me let me let me step out for a second from all of this. What's going on in school in eighth grade, in your class? What are the core social networks that people are using right now? Um, Instagram and Snapchat. That's it. I mean, my friends watch YouTube, but they don't have YouTube channels. Understood. Consuming YouTube, not creating. Consuming and creating on Instagram and Snapchat. Yes. And if I said 100% of the activities between Instagram and Snapchat, is it 80-20 Instagram? Um, 50-50? I'd say most people have Instagram and Snapchat. Um, I don't have Snapchat, but um, I know that most of my class has Instagram. So 80-20 probably. Twitter, no? No. Nobody? No. I don't think anyone in my class is Twitter. Yeah, and Facebook's like for your dad. Yeah. Super for your dad. Like yeah. you would never consider going to that boring place. No. Right. <laughs> How many, what percentage of your class are creating videos for YouTube? Um, there's only one person in my class who's really creating. Yep. Actually, no, two. Okay. What about podcasts? Is anybody listening to podcasts? Um, I'm not sure. Understood. I don't know. Anything else interesting? Anything else popping? Um, uh, TikTok. Yeah. Um, but it's mostly, for my class, it's mostly like a meme to them. Yep. And it's mostly like a joke. It's not really, no one really makes TikToks for fun. And does everybody realize it's like old musically? Like is there that yeah. understanding? And is yes. there like, like, were people on Musical.ly like three years ago? Yes, my class love Musical.ly. Yep. And for that reason, is there a little love for TikTok as like a reminiscing thing? Um, I think so. I mean, I, I do too. Yeah, I think so. Gosh, I have to get an account there. I used to be on Musical.ly. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. 
<laughs> I had a couple of funny music leads myself. Uh, <laughs> Do we have to go find those? Matty Howie, I really appreciate you guys being on the show. Um, um, it's, it's, really, it, it's really a show I've been waiting to do, mainly because it's just so much of what I believe and, and care about, and it's super impressive, and I'm so excited for your success, Maddie. And like, the events business is just like super interesting to me. Like, it's just so much good, and like, I'm always here to help if I can. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Any last words? Um, thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome. Yeah, and th um, what you're doing is great, and um, yeah, we love any kind of feedback, sure. obviously. Thanks. Never stop learning. Cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. You keep asking questions, we'll keep answering them.